Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That was her reviews of the concert. <laughs> it's the drummer banger. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, and and uh, all the international day of jihad and all that talk uh, didn't even mention that there it was last night. Set in stone, Philadelphia Freedom coming to town. Phillies, Diamondbacks, NLCS. That's a tough out. Now, I've been to more Diamondback games this year than I've been in a long time. I've been to five of them. That ain't a lot, but it's five. And uh, I'm telling you, man, not one time did I sit and think I'm watching a World Series champion out on that field. Not once. But here they are, 84-win team on the precipice of getting in. And they're playing another team. Uh, it was like a, what did they win? 88, 89 games, the Phillies, something like that. I, they were mid 90s, maybe. They, 92, but, I think. Okay. Which is a reasonable yeah. amount of wins, but you got the four seed and the six seed basically going for it in the National League. Yeah, so. Tough I mean, out. Were the other two tough outs? Brewers? Yeah. Dodgers, well, I mean, oh, but when the Phil, know, something about the Phillies are different than those two. Like, those two teams are. Well, what's different is you're the, the next level. Well, the grittiness. 90 the and 72. Right. No, they're nine, they have 90 wins. Yeah. It's just a gritty thing. Philly did it last year. We've seen this. It's not like this is a surprise because Philadelphia has this turn it on and off kind of mentality. I think they, they were good all year. The Braves were just better. Yeah, everybody was a tough out because it's a playoff. This might be the toughest out, especially the way they're playing. Last night, there's Castellanos again. Like, I don't know what they were talking about. But dude went back two home runs again last night. That's first player in uh, postseason history to have back-to-back games of multiple home runs. Pretty impressive. All the 100-team wins out. Yeah. Same as last year, yeah. right? It's ridiculous. Yeah, except for the Astros, I think. But Yeah. Uh, they didn't even win 100. They were 90-72. Oh, that's and right. 72. That's right. Well, that was this Them year. Them and the Rangers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, last year, I think, Houston won 100. There were a bunch of 100-win teams last year. The Mets and everybody got bounced mm-hmm. early. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't mean... And that's the thing I'm kind of... Uh, Baseball's tough for me now because I used to I used to kind of like the idea. You win the whole thing, you're in. That's it. But now there's six teams, and you can get. It's just this. The whole point of baseball is that from April until September, you maintain some sort of good. And now it's more like just get in, 
And if you're hot at the right time, you can yep. win it all. And that's that to me means that the Colorado Rockies, who were playing pretty good in September, could be the World Series champs just because they're having a decent week. And that's not what baseball that's not the design of a long season. So, as a traditionalist, I say go back to the old way, but I know that's not going to happen. So cut it down to 125 games. The, the, the attrition factor agree with you. doesn't need to happen more. anymore if you're just going to allow a team. That, and I'm glad for the Diamondbacks in the city and stuff. But are they the best team in baseball? Or just the best team for the last couple weeks? Every year, or actually every month of the season, there's a best team of that month. The Cubs and Mariners were the best teams in baseball in July and August. Were they World Series champion? No, because it's the, the wins count the same in April as they do in September. So you can have a hot streak. It just so happens the season ended when you had a when you got hot, which I guess is what you're supposed to do when you get in the playoffs. That's how it's built. I'm not a fan of the way it's built, but that's how it's built. So go get them, Phillies and Diamondbacks. Who I don't think on any other. You know, it's weird because you go back 20, 25 years, they don't even they don't even sniff a playoff. The the Dodgers, yeah, and you know the Braves and the Brewers. That's it in the National League. You win the division, you're in, and then you just add a wild card. But they they were 16 games behind their division. They wouldn't even wouldn't even been close. You're done before Halloween. Oh yeah, you would have been September call ups and thinking about next year. It's more fun for a season, but you know, it's all it, that money. It's all that it's all money. It yep, it's TV money, and it is more fun for the excitement of who's getting in. But, I, I, you know, not to just take a swing at the Diamondbacks while they're in this thing, or the Phillies. I didn't see a world champion team on the field all year long. Not once did I think, man, this team is a dominant, going to be the best in the world team. They're not. Hard did. Dave well, Hart yeah, David Hart from day one. Because, yeah, it's easy to say now. Hindsight Har is really easy to... <laughs> Hubris Har is like the guy telling us that he knew back in spring training this team was going to go to the World Series. Sales. He needs to be coaching. I know. Yeah. Right. Oh, he needs to be on MLB Network. If he saw this and not one expert at all, not one player, not nobody on the Diamondbacks. It's still an outstanding story, but it is kind of the way it's built. That an injury, you know, but it's it's the playoffs are more fun. Well, look what they did, you know, with football, which is a good move. I mean, they sped up um, the clock because um in, in college games, they averaged, they did the number thing, how many plays are made. It, right. it, they cut it back. College cut back. How? Like almost 25 plays because now they run the clock and it's only to the two minutes before. Oh, it the, never stops? Yeah. Even on like incomplete passes? On incomplete passes, it'll, it'll stop. But a running play, it goes out of bounds. It'll con- oh, it keeps it, going. Yeah. Until the final two. I was looking yesterday for some reason. Uh, but it cuts down 28, oh, you know, it's like tons of plays, time. which saves injuries. Well, wow. Because they're playing basically, you know, 25% more. They don't really care about injuries. They care oh, they about, care. They care about the insurance. They don't care about the health. They care about having to pay for them later. That's really all that matters. If they really cared, they would shut down. They would put a weight limit on football. Because what's happened to football is you got too many dudes who are 320 pounds that can run a 4640. And you had that kind of size and that kind of speed, you're going to break some people. I would say the next thing, you know, it's always on the bubble, but they look at the kickoff, kickoff return. Kickoffs don't do anything. Yeah, no, they're no. Well, now they're not. Like, they've never like it's never been like oh, four more guys down on the kickoff. Kickoffs are everybody's running the same direction for the most part, and then they turn around and they start mowing over each other. 
every play in football that's wide open, they, they pretend to be interested in that. But what the problem is is size and speed have eclipsed the equipment. You go back in the 70s, those dudes were hitting each other harder with worse equipment, and there weren't as many problems. That's why they weren't, though, too. The equipment got better. Where The equipment got better, and you can use your head so as you a weapon. now use yeah. more force, more speed. And you're 330 pounds yeah. of pure athlete. Where 330 pounds back in the 70s, there was one guy, his name was John Hanna, and he was a lineman, and he couldn't run at all. You look at old hockey. The goons in their sweatpants just barely Lumbering. barely skating around. While and Gretzky shows up and goes, watch this! And just skating around him like it, he looks like he's on a different, uh, you know, planet. Changed everything. Speed and size changed everything. Play pretend that they care about these guys. They care about it because if they lose one, that team suddenly isn't interesting. They're out. Yeah. If they if they don't act like less, I was looking at yesterday for no reason at all, and you know all the talk of baseball speeding the games up and that. Uh, I, I remembered when I was a kid uh, watching the. It was in West Virginia watching the Orioles and. Um, Phillies in the World Series. Or is the Royals and Phillies? Was it, no, it was the Orioles. No, Orioles, Pirates. That was 79, and then 80 was uh, Phillies and Royals. I think that's right. And then, uh, But I remember watching that, and I'm like, God, it seemed like I was catching those games, and I was only eight. But I remember the ends of them. I remember Tug McGraw for the Phillies was their closer, and I, well, I'm, that means I'm watching a closer. When did that, because I'm on the East Coast, when did this start? Those games were two hours and 30 minutes long, almost all of them. There were two that went to three hours. That was the max. And they didn't have, like, a clock or anything else. What changed? Why Why did old baseball just blow through? And then pitching changes was the only thing I'd come up with. They just didn't change pitchers the whole time. Instead of starter, he stayed in the game almost the entire game, no matter if he was getting shelled or not. Like, game, the games were two hours and 31 minutes long. And they're even they're still longer than that today, and they've got clocks to speed guys up. I love the pitch clocks. I think it's great. Yeah. It made everything it three hours. Yeah. But that's still 20, 25 minutes longer than when it was America's pastime. Those games didn't go that long. They were, you know, maybe the times between innings, uh, advertising. If they could yeah. be, don't know. Well, and then you get like guys like you know Tito Francona that's pulling a pitcher yeah. every yeah, other that's hitter. The problem. You know? is, yeah, Luckily, yeah. they changed that too. Yeah, and it has sped it up, but it is kind of a weird. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. But I watching uh, watching Nick Castellanos last night, I was just waiting for people on the air to talk about cancer or death. Or maybe they were talking about the day of jihad, and then Nick would go deep because that dude's got a penchant for knocking around a bad topic. <laughs> Big time. Big time. But Castellanos, and then they interviewed him at the end. It's like he knows he can't talk much because it'll cause trouble. And the guy interviewing him at the end of the game was like, uh, two more home runs tonight. This team is going to the NLCS. This is a magnificent run. And Nick goes, what's the question there? (laughs) He's on the field, like, not celebrating stone-faced. And I'm like, oh, he is the merchant of death. This guy has no, he's got no, he's got no soul. He can feel when things are dark and he hits a home run during that time. He's like, how's, how do you, how do you uh, explain this team's rise in the playoffs two years in a row? Uh, it's a lot of camaraderie. He's like Bill Belichick. I'm like, geez, Nick Castellanos is the worst interview in, in the history of baseball. He was um, just like the dude from the uh, Mavericks in the NBA after they won the championship. No big deal. Dirk but, Nowitzki? Not Nowitzki. I think it was that. But he basically his reaction was the yeah. same way. It was a good win. It was, we have a nice win. Joker kind of did it last. Joker. Year. Well, that was for That's the, right. Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. You're mixing up your white guys, your white doughy Europeans. That's all right. It happens. It's hard to do. It is tough to do. (laughs) Sometimes that's tough to do. I mix my pails up. 
Well, you get a little, yeah, you know, sometimes pale people all look the same. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it is Friday the 13th. People are emailing me their stories of Friday the 13th. Uh, it's not, you know, you only remember a bad thing that happens on Friday the 13th because it's Friday the 13th. If it's Tuesday the 11th and your leg gets lopped off like Peg, the guy on the plane with us later today, I'm sure he's not like going, oh, it's the most unlucky number in the world. It's just when it's Friday the 13th, it takes on extra. This guy emailed and said he lost his hand. Friday the 13th, 2009. He was working on a car, and the jack fell. Oh. His hand got trapped under it, smashed oh. his hand, and just became a bag of bones hanging off his wrist, so they cut his hand off. I'll never forget the Friday the 13th. I'm like, all right. What if that would have happened on the 9th? Would, would nines scare you forever and ever? I mean, I understand being triggered by whatever month and day that, like the anniversary might be like, ugh, this is the day my hand fell off. But to be afraid of Friday the 13th is kind of crazy because you have bad things happen to you on every other day. But when it's Friday the 13th, you act like it's because it's Friday the 13th. It's not. It's because you goofed up. It can happen on anything. Last week when I was riding my bike home on uh, Friday the 6th and that bee flew into my head and right into my ear hole. Different story if it was this week. <laughs> right, right. If I did it today, I'd be like, it was Friday the 13th and a bee flew. What are the, what are the odds? Maybe Friday the 13th is real. We place meaning on the bad things that happen to us when it's Friday the 13th. When it's Friday the 6th, it's just a bee flew into my ear. Isn't that weird? So just calming you down there a little bit. I do feel bad that your hand fell off, but here's the reason your hand fell off. You worked under cars, and sometimes that happens. Brett, you worked on RVs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some dude wandered over to you at one point with a tourniquet on his arm going, I don't know what just happened, but I just sliced my arm open. It's mechanics. No, it happens. Stuff happens. Tie it off and let's go. Tie it off. We're not yeah. done yet. Yeah. Got to get this nut. We got to get yeah. this house back on the road. <laughs> hey, you're a mechanic. What do I do about this horn honking problem? You think it's tied to my radio at all? It could be. <laughs> That's what I'm. It's thinking. electrical. Yeah, I think the electrical. I think any aftermarket parts that are as intricate as what I've got going on in there in that giant sound system. You know what? Let me take a look at it. Yeah, why don't you hop around back there and start messing with things? We'll never make it to Vegas this way. Yeah, Friday yeah, the 13th. He'll still be out there. His pudgy little fingers trying to reach in there and screw in those little tiny. This, this is the problem here. What? My fingers are too big. I can't reach it. Cut the blue or red. It's not a bomb. <laughs> just need you to stop the horn. One of these has to go. I had an old CJ7, and I used to take the, on the steering wheel. This was back when I, I didn't know any. I still don't know anything about cars. But the little cap for honking the horn on the steering wheel yeah would come off i could you could you'd twist it and take it off like old jeeps yeah, were so you get to the steering wheel legos motion. right yeah. yeah so it had a little twist a squeeze in the twist. i figured that out and i did it so often that it was like a blacked.com eventually the thing i'm stuffing it in just becomes weak and floppy and loose <laughs> and so every time i do it the metal that was attached that caused me to push to honk the horn just quit and fell onto the horn all the time. You had a flaccid horn? I had a flaccid horn. It was an oh, Olympic horn. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's morning sickness. So I used to like, I remember driving home from school once and it fell and I couldn't get the cap thing off and I'm trying to get it off. And then it was just locked on like a magnet. And it's just a constant on Alma School in Guadalupe at the light. And I got a dude screaming, I'm knocking it off. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I'm holding my hands up like, you know, don't, you know, hands up, don't shoot. Guy's losing his mind. And then, of course, because I'm 16, 17 years old, the tears just start falling down my face. And I didn't know what to do. I thought I was going to get arrested. <laughs> so now I'm just in a, <laughs> in a Varney tank top looking like an idiot. Big watermelon head on this toothpick body. I look like I stole the car. It's honking the whole time. I'm sobbing. Pet shop boys cranking. Probably something like Kokomo or something stupid on the radio. <laughs> that little gay lady is crying. She can't turn her car off. And she's listening to the Beach Boys. What a weirdo. I'm a guy. What? Oh, I've heard about this new thing called AIDS. That one's got it. But yeah. Go see the movie Cocktail. It was, it was either Kokomo or, or Don't Worry, Be Happy was probably just oh. blazing. It was 1988. What are you going to do? around. But it was like the first week of school. First week I was driving to school because I you know, got my license in July. Pop over there and school starts in the end of August. That stupid horn I've been playing with the whole I could not shut it and off. And you discovered that right away. Oh, it was immediate. Like, oh, this comes off. You know? And as a fidgety fiddle fart 16-year-old, you're like, look what I can do. And then I take it off and I'm like, Meh. And then you just touch the metal just barely and it would honk the horn. Like, you didn't have to push. Like, isn't that great? And then I finally broke it to where the metal just stuck to the thing that was causing the horn, and it was nonstop. Probably took about two hours to get that going. I'd, I'd rather listen to the horn. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just screaming at me. Shut it up! Shut it up! I only live like a quarter mile from here. It was hilarious, but I wouldn't turn it down, I'm sure. Probably didn't know how. I'd rather listen to the horn than this song. This is, oh, this is terrible. This is a classic. Oh, this sucks. You're a crazy person. Stamos is the only good thing about this song. Him on his bongos. <laughs> I can't turn it up. Idiot. I got that going on again. His wife's probably in the car going, just leave, leave the little twink alone. He's Poor got his Kokomo going boy. on. boy. <laughs> Somebody's going to kick his ass. Don't worry, honey. <laughs> you don't have to be so mad. Look at this guy. <laughs> Someone's going to beat that twink into the late 80s. It's the way things used to work. They'll drag him behind a horse. Don't worry. I'm not gay. Yes, you are. You just haven't come out yet. It's all right, honey. We recognize. Nobody wears pink and blue Varnay tank tops. Oh, yeah, every other car going by there. Fejo! Yeah, I was getting nailed. (laughs) Stop honking at us, you (laughs) Not gay! That's what I was most worried about. But it's happening again. Did your your next song sound like this one? No, I kind of... Yes. (laughs) Those are the first two songs I heard as a driver. I'd have crashed my car. First two songs that came on. Feeling good. On KCZP, (laughs) 104.7 FM, the Valley's number one hit music station. Steve Goddard on then, then? Uh, No, Bruce Kelly. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Have Howard Jones play in your backyard. Howard Jones played it to my friend Dan's backyard. That pasty Englishman stood under a tree in May. Uh, uh, Yeah. uh, This was the the first song. 
that ever played in my Jeep while I was driving. And the next one was Kokomo. This song pissed me off. It's Don't Worry Be Happy, and it pissed me off. Nobody's this happy. You know what it sounds like? It's DeAndre Ayton's lazy, yeah. lazy song. It's the lazy song. Brady lives it to a T. Like, this is Brady's theme song. I'm kind of pissed off at it, too. Because it's like, all right, no, worry about stuff. Uh, take pride in your life. Don't worry. Be happy. Uh, God, I hate you for being yeah. happy. <laughs> I do, too, because you're not really that happy. Anybody that claims to be that happy is a miserable <laughs> deep down. They're just, not, they're just not confronting real problems. Ah, so your wife's got three knobs in her right now. Don't worry. First world problems. Just got fired. Don't worry. Be happy. No, I got problems. Look, Bobby. So your neighborhood got bombed. <laughs> yeah. You know how, yeah, exactly. Hey, Gaza Strip. Uh, how about this, though? He got like some sort of terrible disease that ate him alive, and then the news announced it. The singer of Don't Worry, Be Happy isn't happy anymore. He's lost the ability to speak or ever sing his hit song. Well, I'm sure he's just sitting there trying to whistle now. He recanted on his deathbed. He said, you know what? You know what? It. Deal with your problems. That was his new song. Yeah, this, the pussy the name of this, new song. this pissed me off, too. I wouldn't know. It is. And yeah. When I was 16, I didn't know any different from anything. Be happy. This could have been what was playing while my horn wouldn't turn off. Oh, my which makes me more angry. I got problems. And this, this lazy son of a bitch is just telling me not to deal with it. You're in your Jeep, Brett, the top off? Oh. This song's cranking. That's exactly what it was. Top Looked down. like Daisy Duke or something. I mean, ugh. Yup. <laughs> There's no real fight in me to say I didn't look like that. Wearing your OP shorts. and uh, You know what? I'm going to put the bikini top on today. I probably had a pair of board shorts. I know I had a Varney tank top on because that's all I used Sweet. to. Loved those. And I had the... I, had the, I looked like I could have been like a cartoon mascot for spaghetti when the varney was, was so when that varney shirt was dirty you put on the zog sex wax shirt. i didn't do the zog sex wax because i thought it was gonna get me like my mom would be upset did you have the jimmy z shorts too <laughs> nobody knew what sex wax was in my house so it was like what is that for knock it off it sounds gross like sex wax i don't know i had the jimmy z's yeah, yeah. oh those are great back in the day and my fans that i had to leave in the garage because i didn't wear socks and it would smell off the whole house this song is pissing me off now. <laughs> he's not happy. He's got like a tumor growing in his eyes. He's, he's faking it. He's high. He's, nobody's nobody's this carefree unless they're unemployed and walking around a beach in the Bahamas with no money. That's the only time people talk like that is when they're not trying anymore. Tony Rock's three-year-old kid from yesterday. Would <laughs> exactly. Be. I mean, <laughs> he's got the same lifestyle as Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> Don't worry. And he put on that fake uh, Bahamanian yeah. or whatever accent because he's not even, the, he's from New York. But he sang it like Oh, a, really? He's not? Yeah, no, he's oh, singing thought, it like a lazy oh. Jamaican. Don't worry. Be happy. When don't you worry. worry you make what a prick. Double, yeah. Don't worry. It's all, this is all appropriation and nonsense, this song. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. It's, it's, uh, so he was in Jamaican face? Yes. <laughs> he wore Jamaican face. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bobby McFerrin. Now I'm mad at that. But yeah, the car horn thing. So if you can fix that, Brett, I'd appreciate it. I don't know what's going we'll on. We'll work on that. And it's just like random. And I don't think my key fob's doing a thing. 
I think I just keep hitting buttons. I, I don't because it would. You'd think that the first time I'd hit it, it would turn it off. Well, when you're driving, I don't think it's supposed to work. You've probably fiddled with that thing like your horn back in the day. That key fob. I'm not doing a thing with that, but it's gotten so sensitive. It's now like a like a mouse pad. All I have to do is like run my finger over it, and stuff happens. I don't have to push the buttons. Like if I just it's like do this, biometric. I don't know what it is, but if I'm just, <laughs> like right now, my doors are locking and unlocking. I'm just barely put my finger over the top of the keys. Yeah. Is the horn going off? Yeah. You saw it's me work. it's working. You saw it out. It's working. Is it off? Nope. Maybe I have to push it again. Nothing? Still going. Oh, God. I've, I've created a monster. <laughs> hit the lock. Okay, that's off. Uh, Wait. Don't. I didn't do anything. Don't touch anything. I didn't even hit a button. He got it. Yeah. I think I it's off it just now. Just in case. Don't push the buttons. It'll it'll start working when I drive. Toledo's and they're trying to record stuff. Yeah. Your horn's out here honking. Well, it's better me driving down the 51, scaring the hell out of everybody. That's all I got. <laughs> and I didn't care. After, yeah. <laughs> it is catchy, though. That's the worst part. Yeah, if they want to nail a happy-sounding song. You think it sounds happy? Yeah. It sounds like a depressed person on their meds singing about happiness. That's what I think this song actually is. I never got that impression when I... When I hear the song, this sounds this like an absolutely up- depressed. That's all I hear. You think this sounds uplifting? Yeah, when I first heard it. Yeah. I don't find it depressing. I do. <laughs> that doesn't mean it I sounds like, like this sounds song. sounds like a dude is in a like a mental institution. Don't worry, be happy. Like everything's falling. Don't worry. He's trying to, he's trying to go through the motions. Uh, yeah, it's in, you're on a beach in Jamaica or Bahamas. I think insane asylum. And everything's Being just approached, collapsed. You want to buy weed? Do you need any other drugs? <laughs> yeah. You're on your Valium. You want a wood marlin carved for you? You want your... Uh... I hope you learned it note for note like good little children. Don't worry. Oh. Yeah. Shut Be up. happy. Yeah, I, I hear a guy. And I thought it was more... Um... I hear a guy in a straight jacket singing about like it just quitting. <laughs> like he has no... When you are, you make it like he's going through the motions of like what you're supposed to say to not confront But I thought problems. it was more um, African sound. Like... Safari. That's a safari zone? Like a, yeah. Like, because uh, Paul Simon, you know, had the yeah, African diamonds on the sole of her shoes, and that kind of music was uh, a couple of songs like that. Were. So they just stole some more Africans and did their stuff. <laughs> it's African in its yeah. own way. I'm trying to think of what the first song I heard was. I think. When you drove? Yeah, I. Might have been like eighteen in life or something like. We that. We should do that. We should have a whole day of people calling up going. This is the first song I heard when I. That's a good idea. Start my car. What's yours, Brady? You remember? Was it tribal drums? <laughs> <laughs> it was either um, <laughs> the Police or Van Halen. Are you sure? One of the two that I had. Yeah. Which one? Put in there. What song? Um, it would have been. Um, not which one. Do you remember like when you first started your mind? It was such an exciting day for me. The f- I, had I started so the car my, uh, and that was on the radio. Yeah. And I'm like, there it is. You know, my mixtapes. It might have been Celebrate Me Home. No, but I had uh, <laughs> other mixtapes. Babe, I'm driving. <laughs> Brady wrote his own song. I'm on my way to you. God, you're lucky today. This car is mobile. You can see me even quicker. Have the nugs ready for lunch. Celebrate me home. Well, looks like I'm going to be driving to your house today. I can hear the smile on your face over the phone. 
Isn't it wonderful that I'll be with you in a minute for home you? for the holidays. Celebrate <laughs> me home, guy. <laughs> yeah, those are my first two. And I don't know why I remember. I remembered that, like, immediately. And See, and that's what TJ just emailed and said. That Don't Worry, Be Happy would be my song if I ever lost it mentally and snapped. That's yeah. what I hear when I hear that song. Yeah. A dude on the verge of a huge breakdown that's just... Trying to tell himself. Keep it cool. You're going to lose. That's what I hear from that song. I don't hear happiness. I hear complete, fragile, uh uh-oh behavior. And I thought that's why everybody else liked it, but I think I might be alone on that one. Well, Tommy lucked out. His first song he heard driving was Wood from Alice in Chains. Damn it. That's not bad. No, 1992, 91, whenever that was. Nice. Yeah, if I cranked it, if I I put the key in the Jeep, the CJ7, and... Yeah. That's a good like opening credits to your world of driving. If your life is a movie, and the, you know it starts with you starting a car and driving, and then that your name comes up like the title and Wood is playing. That's a great opener. That's a great opener. <laughs> Running with the devil is this guy. That's pretty solid. You can't knock that. Running with the devil. What is that like seventy nine? Yeah, pretty good stuff right there. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a neat thing. A lot of people, like, I don't know why I have those milestone moments I always placed in my head. It's like, well, you'll never forget this, the day. Because it was such an important thing to me. I don't understand kids that don't want to drive today. So important to get my driver's license and have that independence. And I just remember getting in that car thinking, everything's going to be different now. Everything is in my life will be different now. And I just, that song came on and I was like, this guy had it, man. I'm jealous. I had Skid Row. You had Van Halen. Getting in your car. This. That's what. I was two years later, so, I mean, even though that was what you'd have on your tape, but. What were you, 80? And then then I was looking, it was, the police was that, every little thing she has is magic. That was 81, I think. That album came out. I think that's Ghost of the Machine. What was yours? Your Uh, 18 in Life. 18 in Life is your first song in a car? It's weird we remember that stuff. It's important. It is important. This is awesome. I'd have gotten a ticket day one. Oh, yeah, that's a good one right there. That's a real good one. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. This guy said I had my mom's car. Uh oh. First song I heard <laughs> Herman's Hermits. I don't know which song he wrote, but Herman's Hermits was his first one. Uh, I hope it's I Nenery the Eighth I am, Nenery the Eighth I am, I am. <laughs> Just drive into a wall. This one? <laughs> oh, I'd kill myself. Oh. Said this was back when oldies were oldies. I'm Henry the Eighth, I am. Henry the Eighth, I am, I am. I got married to the widow next door. She's been married seven times before. And everyone was an Henry. She wouldn't tell the songs. Basically, like uh, a history lesson. Luckily, it's only a minute fifty long. Yeah, they knew that. They knew they were pissing people off about a minute and a half in. Bobby McFerrin couldn't get that through his head. (laughs) No, Bobby McFerrin wrote that thing to one for eight hours. We just kept him calm. I hear Don't Worry, Be Happy. I think beekeepers should play it. It keeps everything slow and docile. 
Now, this one was... Uh, Mine could have been, who could it be now? Men at work, too. You don't remember. Eight, no. Just say you don't remember. You're I'm just, just looking, looking up songs from when you were... What, what I have on the mixtapes, but I don't yeah. remember the first what song What is it in a mixtape? Like the first one when you started the car. I remember yeah. it popping on. I don't. This guy says, I can't believe I remember it, but it was Jet by Paul McCartney. I was 16 in 1980. That's a pretty good one. I'll make yeah, yeah. That's not a bad one. That would be kind of yeah, a fun good. one to kick on and have that go right away. With I don't me. remember that one. You don't remember Jet? <laughs> you know this. It's a great song. That's a good one to start with. I don't know why we remember that stuff. It's weird. So this guy says, I know you're not a man-o'-war guy, but check out Wheels of Fire, because that's the one I kicked on when I first got my driver's license. I do not know Man of War's Wheels of Fire. But I have a feeling you were probably going too fast. Oh, that's Jet still. I can't imagine Man-o'-war. Wheels From the Kings of Metal album. See you later, Dad. Maybe. I'm not your dad. I know. <laughs> you're the guy that's currently nailing my mom, though. So you're my dad. i got to find somebody to buy me some Marlboro Reds. Don't crash my car. You, Dale. You're not my dad. Well, this guy's not screwing around with his first song. <laughs> it's just car sounds while you're in a car. That seems redundant. <laughs> Yeah. Is this where we turn? <laughs> I'm 16 and I'm going to take over the world. Yeah, you shouldn't have been doing that. Oh, Jesus. I'm like the Indy 500, man. Out of the way, bro. Look out, assholes. Here comes Mark Hayes. That dude lost his mind. You need to don't worry, be happy. Calm down. My Nova won't start, man. <laughs> oh, man. Aaron says, 91 5.0 Mustang GT nice. in 2004. First song, Slipknot. Sick. Daniel says, I don't remember the first song, probably because I didn't get my license until I was 27. <laughs> Why? I wish I could remember Locked the first up, song. I... Was he sitting? Yeah, sitting for a while. Yeah. First day I had a car, I don't remember the song that I heard. All I remember is locking my keys in the car with it running at the mall. <laughs> day one. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Joey had shoot to thrill. This ain't bad. Oh, that's pretty sick. That's a pretty good one. I think girls care about this stuff. Don't. The first song I heard was... They don't care. Was Jesse's girl? Oh, by the way, I'm going to make a prediction here that Al Michaels kills Taylor Swift. <laughs> like that dude does not want anything to do with the whole thing. 
He, that game was such a clunker last night. Oh. oh, so bad to watch. But Al Michaels and Kirk Borstreet were miserable. And then they had to mention Taylor Swift once, and Al didn't want to. He made it, like, They did an interview with him and said, how often are you going to talk about Taylor Swift before the game? And he goes, we had a meeting in the production room, sparingly, is my suggestion. Most people are tuning in for football. Well, even I tuned in for football and was ready for a little Taylor Swift news about the third quarter because that game sucked. I didn't watch. We were eating, and it was oh, on the TV, and I was kind man. of like, just glancing. Talent, but yeah. then my uh, first oh. leg of the parlay is on the line. Yeah, that well, was bad. Well, you got they that covered. one right. They I covered. was going to say yeah. uh, I, there was a good shot that it didn't cover. Well, sixteen nothing. Then it was eight it. to sixteen. Yeah, that I was I was never worried the Broncos were going to come back. I just couldn't well, believe the Chiefs. But I just slept. didn't want them to get a field goal. No. And it was did you have points? Way. Yeah, ten oh. and a half. Oh, that's a, it. Was just a you had ten and a half. You lost. Oh no, no, not ten and a half. Um, because it was sixteen. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> it was nine and a half. You still lost. He's getting ready for Vegas. And it's 16-6? That's eight points. Well, just open up oh, your no, phone and see. Yeah, why don't you just look know. instead of this <laughs> terrible math you're doing? Maybe that was the Cardinal. Maybe they did. <laughs> All right, you know what? Go stand in the corner until you figure out your... We need an Asian ASAP and a priest, a young priest, an old priest, and an Asian mathematician for Brady this morning. It was 11 points, 19-8. Oh, was it 19-8? Yeah, oh, they okay. covered. I don't know. I, don't know cool. I knew it covered. No, you didn't. At least Toledo, <laughs> Yeah. No, you didn't, or you wouldn't be looking. <laughs> you didn't even know what it covered. You didn't even know your spread. Ten and a half. <laughs> he says he knows. Why are you looking? You didn't know. You were unsure. Either way, the game was a great. <laughs> Terrible. And Al Michaels talking about Taylor Swift. I kind of got excited about Taylor Swift at a certain point, because I'm like, and then I just turned it over to the Suns. Watched a preseason. That's how bad that game was last night. I watched preseason basketball. It was much better. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Right, wake up song time brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Don't forget the big sidewalk sale happening on the 21st of this month. All kinds of deals on boards, bikes, uh, all the gear you need for whether it's on the trails or the snow. ActionRideShop.com. Plus, don't forget to mention KUPD. Bring your bike in there and get $10 off your full tune-up to get that bike ready for the trails. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to go. And on our list, we have... Let me add this one to the list because this guy says, I was 16, I snagged my uncle's Devin's a Dude CD and my grandma's keys. (laughs) Took the car for a joyride with the song Doobie Ashtray playing in Grandma's Ride. I have no idea what Devin the Dude... The band and Doobie's Ashtray. This Astra is it. I don't know what it is. This is it. This is Doobie Ashtray. He was 16, stole his grandma's car, and rolled with this first time he drove on the big roads. Nothing better than being in a uh, Buick Park Avenue. This going. What you gonna do when the people go home and you wanna smoke weed, but the reefer's all gone? Somebody had the nerve. I'm not to buying it. I am. Why not? Sixteen-year-olds love weed. Little grandma's huh? Well, grandma. It doesn't mean grandma was playing. That's what he put in. Robert had this one. Yeah. <laughs> Remember this one? Uh oh. Easy love. <laughs> Phil and Philip Bailey, yeah. right? That played. Played a lot in the Doxerati. <laughs> you like this one? Oh yeah. <laughs> this isn't a bad that song, actually. Great song. Yeah. 
remember early on, one of my favorite driving songs that I liked was uh, U2, New Year's Day. Yeah, it's a good one. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is a, this is a good, good first song. Too. Are these guys dead now? No. No. Still a Bailey still alive? Yes. Okay. Talked to him the other day. Collins, just, Collins don't look too good. Is he asking for money again? Oh, Phil's, Phil's in trouble. You may be doing this song next year. We uh, One of the Isley brothers just died. So I'm like another late 84. entry. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So we'll, There's always a late entry to the Night of the Singing Dead. Eddie Money died like two days before we did it a couple years ago. And we're like, all right, two tickets to Paris. Do it. Throw that together real quick. Yeah, one of the Isleys died. I, he might not be the only dead Isley, but to do it this soon, this close. Get the brothers straight. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> Which one of the brothers died? <laughs> well, one of the brothers has passed. Naturally and surprisingly naturally. Uh, on the list for the wake-up song, we of course, what we were talking about earlier, all the songs are just Slayer's Jihad on there, uh, Sepultura, War for Territory, Power Man 5000, Bombshell. Sacred Reich, American Way, uh, Dope, Die, MF or Die, Megadeth, Holy Wars, Soulfly, Terrorist, Hail the Apocalypse from Avatar, Avenged Sevenfold, This Means War, uh, Terror, Pain is Forever, and then uh, and then going back to Jada and Will Smith, Smack yeah. My Bitch Up. <laughs> you know what? Let's go with that for a little. Jada deserves a, yeah. Will Smack the Wrong Person. I'm not for uh, domestic violence unless it's against her, I think, because she's just ruining a man's life and he's not saying a word. I got to hand it to Will Smith. For keeping quiet on this, I'd be mouthing off. Tony Rock, when we were off the air yesterday, oh. see, yeah, she's saying that uh, that your brother Chris asked her out, and he goes, "Bullshit, never happened." The like, c word was thrown around yes, a few times yes, too by all of us. Yeah, and then today saying that you know Tupac's the true love of her life, and she never got with him, and always wished that he was like Jesus. So yeah, I think that's a good one. Scott Haynes emailed in and said I had a '66 Candy Apple Red CJ5. First song I ever heard in it, driving, PM Dawn, I'd Die Without You. <laughs> that is not cool. Because we know Scott Haynes, and he's four feet, eight inches tall. When he was 16, he looked like he was eight. And when oh, that's a different song. Yeah, he's oh, in his, that's right. Yes. I don't know what this is. When he was, uh, you know, he's in his 40s, he looks like he's six I years old. With, it's just, uh, I think I know something. Scott Haynes is so short, he can't even walk by a Catholic church because he's a target. He's like a grown boy. He's so small. I don't know this one at all. I don't either. I do. Are you sure? Your ideas yeah. this morning no, have been very good. Is it my turn to wish you alive? Oh, I remember this yeah. now. Yeah. I always turn it. I yeah, turn exactly. it right about now. Yeah. Oh, this song. Yeah, if, if, I'm, if there's no threat of me getting blown, this song is not on when I'm by myself. <laughs> if there's no Choco yeah, yeah, Tacos yeah. If, around. If there's I'm, not a Choco Taco <laughs> bet going on, I'm not tolerating this. Are you going to blow me? Can I turn the station? <laughs> hey, the only way I like this song is if my tip is missing. <laughs> I was cranking this song when uh, Randy Johnson and I were in the rental I car. I bet. Yeah, oh. you guys are cruising over to Pomona. Turn it up. I like this one. <laughs> they call me the big unit. <laughs> yeah, Sir Randy's great. Are you perpetuating that story. <laughs> Local radio disc jockey says Randy Johnson blew him on a drive to Pomona yeah. while PM Don played. There's more where that came from, big fella. <laughs> what a weekend. Thanks, Randy Johnson. 
For the head. It's always a full name. <laughs> Randy Johnson, are you? Oh, man. <laughs> skeet, 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 skeet. Mm. You eat a lot of grapefruit. <laughs> no, I don't. Nugs. Wow. <laughs> I've never had deep fried before. <laughs> yeah, it comes out that way. Oh. It's lightly battered. Oh. <laughs> it's my uh, seed tempura. Really good. Uh, anyway, all right, we'll do this for Jada and Will. Poor guy. Actually, she's made, she's so awful, she's making me feel sorry for a guy I watched commit a crime. Yeah. That makes me think, eh, well, it's her fault. Behind every screwed up it's man. It's orchestrated. She's, is, yeah, she's getting them back in the good graces yeah. again. Behind every screwed up man is a woman who caused it. I think. It's out of control now.